How is everybody doing? This is the third episode of Enough is Enough. I'm in the car driving. I figured I might as well talk to y'all about this Wonder Boy down here in Dallas. Now, if y'all don't know who Wonder Boy is, it is our first round pick, Luka Doncic, okay? Now, before the draft, there was two players I hope we got. I hope the Mavs got Luka Doncic or Marvin Bagley. A third was Mo Bamba, because when I realized Mo Bamba could shoot, I said, if I can envision him with another 40 pounds in the next five years, he's going to be a monster. But Luka was my number one, okay? Luka was my number one. The reason Luka was my number one is because before I, I began my major assessment of him, my initial thought was strictly, I like the fluidity to his game. I like the fact that he can play one through four if need be. And I like the fact that he can play the one at six, eight, six, nine, you know, seamlessly. Um, that was just my initial report before the draft. That was the main reason I wanted to say if we can get a six, eight, six, nine, pretty much guard that can shoot, that's got some moxie. I like to say he got some shit in his neck. Okay, he's not scared of the moment. The fact that he was league MVP and finals MVP in the second toughest league in the world at 19 is a whole other monster that y'all don't realize, okay? But upon further review, I'm gonna tell you guys like this, and this is before the season now, I'm gonna reference this plenty. I'm gonna reference this episode plenty this year because people are still gonna act surprised. I've been on this guy since before we drafted him and since it's right before the season, I got to get this out, okay? And Mavs fans, this is not something to pump you up. This is being 100% real. He is a mix between Steve Nash and Dirk Nowitzki. Now, what I mean by that is, of course, nobody's putting him in the Hall of Fame right now, okay? He's got to play his career. But barring injury... Or something else catastrophic, a Drazen Petrovic type thing. This guy is a mix of Steve Nash and Dirk Nowitzki. Let me explain this. <clears throat> what did Nash do well? What Nash did well was his passing was second to none. Right? His passing was second to none. Especially off the pick and roll. His passing was saying that his court vision, well, he's in that elite class of court vision, okay? Another thing Steve Nash did well was he finished at the rim, okay? He finished at the rim. Nash, for everything that he's, you know, chastised for, 
he was also outstanding at finishing at the rim. Another thing I see that's very similar with Steve Nash is the moxie, okay? Steve Nash wasn't scared of the moment. If y'all remember, if they want to call that bull with Amare taking two steps onto the court against San Antonio, they would have went to the finals that year. Wasn't Steve Nash's fault. He never got to a finals, I don't believe. But he was on some real good teams. And if they would have had the mindset of Golden State Warriors, they probably would have won sooner than later. But when you got Joe Johnson and, and Quentin Richardson and, and guys on your bench that are looking to get paid, you know, they got to go get that money. But people forget, you know, Joe Johnson, Quentin Richardson, guys like that, they're coming off the bench on those squads. Now, what he has in common with Dirk is he's got post-up game, folks. I'm going to tell you right now. He's got post-up game. He's got face-up, and he's got back-to-the-basket post-up game. Now, you're not going to see Tim Duncan out of him, but you're going to see him be able to take guys on the block and do work. Okay, another thing that he has that Dirk and, and Nash had, he can stroke the three, okay? He can stroke the three. Don't, don't, don't be shocked when he's shooting in the 40%. Okay, don't be shocked. Another thing I see that Dirk did well was he's got quick, he's got quick hands, man. Dirk wasn't a lockdown defender, but Dirk got a lot of steals. Dirk got a lot of steals because his hands were active. They're quick. I think him and Steve Nash were great. I mean, him and him and Jason Kidd were great at that. They're great at quick hands. Nash played a little bit better on-ball defense, but both their hands were quick. They always seemed to swipe the ball away from a guy without fouling as well. Now, what he does better than each of them is he's a, he's a better defender in space. That's something Dirk and Nash weren't good at. They tried. The, the, the thing I give Dirk and Nash credit for is they tried. They, they weren't just out there getting blown by and saying, oh, the hell with it. They were trying. They were active. They were moving their feet. They gave you everything they had. Now, whether they were physically able to do it or not is another story. But they tried. That's the same thing I give Steve Cur uh, Steph Curry credit for. Steph Curry would never be Gary Payton. But you know what? He tries to be. He knows his limitations. And he tries to play defense. A lot of times, guys that can't play defense, if they just try unlike James Harden, stuff like that, to where at least make the guy work, if he, even if he's going to get around you. Make him work and dribble a couple extra times to get around you. Don't just stand there with your, with your hands on your knees and let him go by you. You know, looking like Buddy off Jurassic Park, not trying to scare the, not trying to startle the dang T-Rex after he throws a flare. You know? He's moving. He's trying. And I think he's better on-ball defender than those guys. But, but don't be shocked at him being 19 and doing this, okay? I'm telling you right now, this kid is something special. I like to get out 
ahead of the curve because I'm the guy that I can, I, I love to base my analysis off limited information and see if I can hit it. See if I can hit it. And if I hit it, I told you, if I didn't, hey, I ain't gonna miss too many times. I ain't gonna miss too many times. I can still remember a, a, a conversation uh, about Blake Griffin coming out. One of my coworkers was like, he's gonna be trash. I said, no, nah, Blake Griffin be 20 and 10. Now, I don't know what his stats are right now. He might be averaging 20 and 9 or 20 and 10 for his career. Look at his career stats. It's, 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 it's pretty much just like that. I'm pretty good at calling these things. That's why I like to do it all the time. I don't miss too much. And I'm telling you right now, this kid Luca, this kid Luca is something special, okay? Now, Dirk, I, I think the person who's going to benefit the most from this, from him, is Dennis Smith Jr. I think taking the ball out of his hands a little bit more and letting him play off the ball a little bit more is going to help him because I think he's, I think with his athleticism, his ability to slash, his ability to leap, that it's going to be a match made in heaven because I think they both can play off each other. Dennis Smith is, 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 is Mr. Explosion. Maybe the most explosive guy in the NBA. You know, outside of Russell Westbrook. And he might even have him. He reminds me of Derrick Rose when Derrick Rose was in. I think he's got a better jumper than Derrick Rose right now, though. But the explosiveness, the, the, the leaping ability, uh, the speed, the acceleration... All of that reminds me of of, of, Derek, of a young Derrick Rose. And hopefully with Luka, he's a cat that can enhance him. He can go from, from scoring what he scored last year to maybe being dang near 20 or, or low 20s. I think Luka is going to help everybody out. I think Harrison Barnes is going to get better look. Now, whether he makes them or not, that's, that, 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 that's totally, totally, who knows with him. He'll give us 40, then he'll give us eight. Who knows? But the people he will help, he'll help Powell immediately. He'll help Dennis Smith Jr. immediately. He'll help DeAndre Jordan immediately. I mean, these are guys that... When you get a guy that can pass like Luka, very unselfish. Luka's not going to average 29 points a game, okay? He's not going to average that. I think his stats for his rookie season... He's going to have something like 18, 7, and 5. Maybe even 18, 7, and 7. He's going to have one of the best rookie years that we've had. If Ben Simmons had a year like that last year, Luka is going to have something like that this year. Because I think, he, I mean, obviously he's a better shooter than Ben Simmons. He's not 6'11", six, six but he can still get to the rack and finish. He's savvy, man. He's savvy. That's what that's what comes with being a pro since you were 14. He's already got he's already got that savvy pro game. Now all he's really got to do is mature. All he's got to do is mature. Get under get get under you know strength conditioning program here. Get under nutrition program here. In the next three years, y'all gonna see a guy growing to his own, kind of like Anthony Davis did. 
you, you, you see what he can do, but it's just going to be that much better. It's just going to be that much better. He's going to definitely put you in the seats, okay? What should happen is you should come and watch the Mavs this year. If even if, I think the Mavs prop might get an eight seed. I think the Mavs might get an eight seed, okay? They might get a seven seed. Don't forget, like the five through eight seeds, the four through eight seeds, whatever, was, was separated by two games last year. So people act like, and then it was 40, like 44, 45 wins or something like that. People act like, you know, the Mavs can't make a jump, especially with the additions that we had. I won't be surprised if the Mavs make the playoffs at all. I still got them as a seven or eight seed. But I mean, if Minnesota, if Minnesota had to play somebody last year with a game play in, I mean, I don't see why the Mavs can't be up in there. I don't see why. I'm telling you, this guy's a generational guy. He 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 he, he really he really reminds me of. And I hate to say this, but he's six nine. If he was six ten, six eleven, I would I would say he's more Larry Bird. Okay, I would say he's more Larry Bird. He still is more Larry Bird. So if we're gonna if we're gonna mix Nash and Dirk, I think that's who you got is Larry Bird. That's who he reminds me of. He reminds me of Larry Bird. And he's not scared of anybody. Don't forget, he played overseas where they're throwing cans and rocks if you lose. Okay? Cans and rocks. It's a totally different story over there. You lose the game, man. Hey, hey, that team bus might get set on fire. It's a totally different animal. So whenever Luca takes the court this year, remember what I told y'all, okay? Remember this. I think DeAndre Jordan is a major pickup for us. I think he's a major pickup. He's a lot, he's a lot more of a pickup than people realize. He's a defensive stabilizer. He's a leader. I think he plays better when he's not the main guy. That's why he chose to be third fiddle with the Clippers. We're not asking him to come in and be the savior for the, for, for the franchise. We got young guys for that. He's just got to come in and do what he needs to do. Kiss some alley-oops, finish at the rim, be an enforcer. And if that happens, <laughs> we're cooking with hot grease, folks. I'm letting you know right now, we're cooking with hot grease. Luca is the next guy, okay? Luca is the evolution of your European players. So when our heroes, Dirk, guys like Manu, when those guys had Jordan posters growing up, this dude had international guys growing up. So he's got the international flavor. He's got the international swag, except it's built on some Hall of Fame international players. Goran Dragic from his country. Don't sleep on Goran Dragic. Probably one of the top 10 point guards in the league. 
And so he had that guy at his disposal. He told him what to get ready for. He knew this was about to happen. And 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 Don't tell you, I mean a uh, uh, Dragic will tell you he, he knows. Kid is special, man. If you're in the Dallas area, if you're a Mavs fan, catch as many games as you can. If Dennis Smith Jr. wasn't enough last year, this guy and him are going to be even that much more entertaining. I'm telling you. It's going to be some exciting basketball, and it's going to be here for a while. Like I said, I don't think we've had a passer like this. I mean, Jay Kidd was good. But we got, don't forget, we got maybe J-Kid, like his rookie J-Kid. Because when we got J-Kid back, it was Jason Kidd. He, by then, he was a floor general, three-point shooter, you know, run when you can. You know, he, he wasn't run every time, triple, Mr. Triple Double guy. He, he, he wasn't New Jersey, Phoenix, or, or early Dallas J-Kid. He was Jason Kidd by the time we got him. But that's all we needed when Dirk was hot. But this cat right here, we probably haven't seen a guy coming up on his prime throwing, throwing pass like this since, since Nash, before we let Nash go. I'm still bitter at Cuban about that. Had a Nash jersey before I had a Dirk jersey. And that's even when I thought Dirk was a unicorn and Dirk was way better than people gave him credit for. It's like he had to win a championship. That was stupid. There's never been a seven-footer like Dirk. Not before Dirk. Let me put it that way. Not before Dirk. And the only reason the seven-footers are like they are now is because of Dirk. Except now they, they, they're, they're athletic. Oh, snap. Patrick Ewing doesn't have to stay on the block. Patrick Ewing can go out and shoot a three and, and, and run the floor. Dave Robinson, oh, yeah, you can shoot that three. Now it's just those guys shooting threes. Anthony Davis, Boogie Cousins. Dudes with problems. Now the big men want to shoot while they want to shoot because Dirk showed them you can make it rain. Dirk was a game changer. Okay, Dirk was a game changer. That's why Kareem Abdul-Jabbar pissed, pissed at Dirk. Because when he saw Dirk, he saw the end of his prehistoric plane. Big men don't just have to get to the block now. Now we can run the floor. We could we be a stretch four. A legit stretch for not not out the 15, 16, 17 feet, out the 23, 24, 25 feet, 26 feet. I mean, Dirk changed the whole game. Post up on the on, on, on the free throw line extended instead of on the block. He stretched the post game. That's why Kareem was upset. And he was probably upset because there was a white uh, European coming over doing that. So he changed the game. I don't think Luka is going to change the game, but he's going to change the game for the math. He's our game changer. He's the guy. Yeah, I have a feeling, barring injury, have a feeling he reminds me of Dirk. have a feeling he's a loyalist. I don't see him jumping ship. I don't see it. Then again, I didn't see LeBron going to L.A. You know, before last season either, so... But I think he'll stay. I think his number's going to be in the rafters. If he can get us a championship, if him, if him and Dennis Smith Jr. can get us a championship, I'm telling you what, Cuban should have been drafting a long time ago. 
Cuban should have been drafting a long time ago. But the good thing is, y'all need to watch the game. His handles, his savvy around the rim, his finishing, off glass as well, free throw shooting. I mean, I gladly trade Trey Young for Luka. I didn't know what the hell was going on. They drafted Luka. I was devastated because Bagley and Luka were gone. I was like, okay, great. But then we traded, and I was just like, yes, the guy who I wanted all along. Everybody else is, ah, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. No, man, I'm telling you right now, you heard it here on Enough is Enough, because Enough is Enough. I'm tired of y'all putting foot around with your predictions. Make a stand. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Luca is a mix of Nash and Dirt. When you mix Nash and Dirt, you got Bird. I'm not saying he's going Hall of Fame. I'm not saying he's going to be top eight players in ever. But his potential is, is, is astronomical because at the age of 19, he's looking ridiculous, folks. It's only going to get better. I'm anxious to see him with this grind of games. See if he hits a wall. I don't know how many games they play in Europe. See if he hits the wall. I don't think he will. I think he's, I mean, I think he's been playing pro for so long, man. I think this is totally different. I think we got a different animal here. I would get his jersey. But instead, I'm just going to get the uh, white man can't jump uh, uh, caric caricature shirt of him and Dennis Smith Jr. I think that's fly. That, that'll be my, you know, new school. I don't like buying jerseys of guys younger than me. I just broke the, broke the, uh, the deal with Dak. And I don't know. I don't know if I regret that. I mean, not after Sunday. But not after that Jags win. But I don't know, man. I might have jumped the gun. Probably should have just got a playmaker. But anyway, that is the third episode of Enough is Enough. Thank y'all for listening. Tell you right now, Luca's the man. Luca is the man. Jump on now. Don't jump on 10, 12, 15 games in. Don't jump on at Christmas. Jump on now. I don't want to hear it because I'm going to tell you I called it before you. All right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs>